Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, here with producer Steve. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. End of the uh, week in baseball. Another week down and another week closer to the trade deadline. And we have a few uh, minor signings in the NFL as well as, uh, you know, a big sell in the NFL. Uh, let's uh, kind of dive straight into that, man. Uh, first, uh, how's your day going, Steve? It's going good, man. Uh, just been working and, you know, it's it's been it's just been warm. It's been very warm here for the past couple of weeks and uh, just trying to stay cool. Yeah, <laughs> warm you guys got uh bryce harper starting at first yeah, base man. man uh there's a lot a lot going on i was uh right before the call man i was running around i ran over to the post office because i was supposed to have some sports cards delivered today i had an ellie dela cruz rookie card and uh um and then a freaking uh joe burrow uh, rookie card on its way and i was like man i missed the delivery so i had to go pick it up from the usps and then i get there i wait like 15 minutes in line and then uh, there was no package uh, there. The, the driver hadn't dropped it off, so man. I gotta wait for tomorrow. Until tomorrow, yeah. And, uh, not the worst thing in the world, but uh, yeah. I mean, just a waste of forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're here doing the show. Excited to to dive into sports. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, I put the let's say the Commanders, and I I say it like that because uh, they might not be the Commanders for very nah. long. Uh, they sold yesterday. Dan Snyder sold the team, and he got fined sixty million. million dollars. Yeah, that's crazy for uh, for the, his misconduct of you know his workplace. Yeah, um, a so couple of things that's too. A heavy a couple fine. things too. It was like harassment. It was I saw there was withholding funds and and all kinds of stuff. So stuff. Yeah, he was a terrible yeah. owner. Glad glad to get him out of baseball. Um, he fought over the Redskins name forever there. Um, uh, you know, a lot of controversy around that. I'm not going to really talk about that, but uh, anyways, the the new the new uh, owners group for the Commanders they want to change the name. Uh, they have not decided on it, but it, be, it would be its third name change since the Redskins. Yeah, since what 2019 uh, or 2020 or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. From the Washington Football Team, which I think they should have left it at, and then uh, now the Commanders and. And uh, the reason for the name change, they said they want to erase all of Dan Snyder's legacy. So. <laughs> well, good, good for them, I mean, man. Good I, for I them. I guess, right? Yeah. So, yeah. No, obviously, Snyder was uh, not very liked, and he was not a great owner. Yeah. So, uh, good on yeah. them for doing that. I mean, that sale was heavy. Six billion dollars. That's a that's a tremendous sale, man. I mean, like we saw the Phoenix Suns sell for what was it? God. Uh, I should look that up. Really that cool. was the Suns. I think I think they sold four. four yeah, I think billion. it was four. Yeah, yeah. So four billion, and that was a heavy price for a basketball. Yeah, team. four billion. Um, the Suns, who have a lot of, who uh, have a lot of, you know, basketball history itself. But man, uh, just the NFL. Oh, it was a package man. deal. It was a different. Monster. It was a package deal. It was the Suns and the Mercury, the WNBA team, the Mercury. So the two of them together for four billion. Wow, even which even is still, still crazy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, because I mean, some of the basketball teams. I think what? How much did Jordan sell his team for? Was I think it, it was billion? two. Yeah, yeah. So he just sold that. So the Suns are worth two almost. I mean, because I'm sure the Mercury. You know, that was like you got. If you're gonna want to buy the Suns, you gotta uh, buy yeah. the Mercury kind of deal, right? So and that was another owner who was not very liked in there in Phoenix. So, uh, uh, you know, you got got a lot of uh hopefully new fan uh happy fan bases yeah. here so uh good on them another some other news in the nfl 
Uh, Melvin Gordon today signed with the Baltimore Ravens, spent the last two seasons with Denver, signed a $3.1 million one-year deal with uh, Baltimore, pretty much to the veteran league minimum there. Um, but uh, And then I think that the uh, the Giants were also trying to sign somebody. James Robinson. Yes, James yep. Robinson. They did and Cole Beasley. Him. They got Cole Beasley too, Yeah, which they, I like that for uh, them. I like that you know, pickup. Yeah, Beasley reunites with, uh, with Dayball, Dayball there, yeah. so that's that's good there. Uh, let's see, Bryce Young, uh, he inked his rookie deal, thirty-seven point nine million, all fully guaranteed. Yep. Good for him. Um, man, one thing I remember when the rookie contracts were huge. Um, if you go back, look at Matthew Stafford's. Oh man, I, uh, Matthew Stafford, he got a guaranteed contract as a rookie. And it was 72 million. This 72 million. I think either it was him or uh, Sam Bradford. They were the, one of the last two to get like the massive deal before it all changed, well, it, which I was in favor of because yeah. I, I just didn't like rookies coming in and eating up a whole team's, uh, you know, cap for absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, it says but, here uh, he was the second largest and then it lists a few other ones. So just to, as a little consolation, Matt Ryan signed a $70 million year deal the year before that. And Dominican Sue signed $68 wow. million deal. Calvin Johnson had a $64 million rookie contract. Was Sam Bradford in but on there? Was Sam, he? Yeah. Sam Bradford was 78 million with 50 million guaranteed. So, and then, Oh man. Wow. And I mean, you know, with the, with the quarterback, you almost, Pretty much, they all play out on those contracts. Yeah, absolutely. Six years, yeah, for Bradford. Yeah, they're even longer. Now, I'm glad the NFL did did fix that because I having a rookie quarterback now on the uh, rookie contract, or not even rookie quarterback, but having a quarterback on the rookie contract is probably the most valuable thing in sports. We saw Joe Burrow. Right. Yeah, it's um, huge. You know, before you have to pay them all this money, you know, so you have that small window of they could instantly come out and be successful. It's like that's why having you know, Bryce Young, if he's going to be that guy, you got to start him this year. Right. Got to see what you got and can't let him ride the bench for one year. I mean, I'm not saying you can't, but, um, you know, so I guess we'll see with what the, um, like the Packers, for instance, you know, they have, uh, you know, love and seeing what Jordan Love could do. Uh, they, they signed him to a, a extra year extension. It was a team friendly deal, uh, to see what they're going to have there with him. But, uh, you know, I mean, what if he does well this year? Like, what if he, you know, throws for 4,000 yards, you know, 30 touchdowns? And, I mean, wow, this guy's going to be getting a, you know, $100 million contract. Absolutely. Whether it's from the Packers or somebody else. So, um, And that sometimes could t- tie up with team salary big time. I mean, you see what you saw what Jalen Hurts did, and he had one good year. Um, I mean, really, only one solid year. And he got the second richest contract in NFL history. Yeah. So, um, I think that was like 250-something million. Very, yeah, yeah. I'm still a little wary of it, um, but we'll we'll see, we'll we'll see, there. But anyways, uh, going off topic as I always do. <laughs> uh, let, let's uh let's dive from the NFL. Let's uh hop right into baseball. Did we talk anything about the NFL? No, that's pretty much it, man. That's all I really saw. I mean, you know, we're gonna see some more stuff happening in the next couple of weeks as we get ready for preseason. Oh, yeah. But uh, and... I think, yeah, the Giants, the only thing I wanted to add to that Giants signing of James Robinson was uh, their, I think the reason that they did that, and it's said it in this article, is, you know, just, just a kind of a security just in case Saquon holds out on him, um, which, that's which at this point, it seems like that's what's going to happen. So, 
I'm not, I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen. Maybe they'll still come to the original agreement that they're going to have. But, um, I mean, for they had that deadline. I don't know exactly what that means, um, what the deadline was for. Like, obviously, they needed to sign him by a time. Um, maybe it takes out the fr- – something happens there with a the franchise tag. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, for them to work out a deal uh, – I well, mean, training camp started this weekend too. I think they just finished like all their OTAs and yeah. they're, they're going all going to training camp. I think uh, quarterbacks and somebody else are reporting on Saturday or Sunday. So maybe that's what it has well, some kind of deadline there. You know, we we talked about the rookie running. We talked about the not rookie running, but the the whole running back situation in the last podcast. And man, dude, just the the running backs are not as valuable anymore, and they need to realize it, man. And and. Look, I mean, if you, you're making that kind of money, man. I mean, you're still making more than some position players on the other team. You know, it's like, or, you know, so I, I don't know. Some of these running backs, like, they should kind of be happy. And um, just with every, with every football evolving, man, it's just the way it goes. It's like, it's like in our, you know, in, in a lot of nine to fives, like when workplaces evolve, guess what? You know, the the people in their positions they change over time and that's what's happened in the nfl yeah. so um I, I you know I, I guess i like the guys like derrick henry and them sticking up for the other guys but look uh you're not going to win that battle it's just that's just not how the football's played anymore it's just really not so um sucks but people you know you don't want to see running backs go uh, head first into the line and then be it being second and nine, then running it back in the <laughs> right. middle and it being third and seven. Yeah. That's just not how it goes. It's so much more high caliber anymore. So yeah, enough of that. Uh, let's go uh, to the NFL or sorry, to the MLB. <laughs> um, we, we did mention earlier, man, Bryce Harper, uh, by the way, he made an unreal catch at first base. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, he dove into the camera. Well, <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, right in the first uh, first time in the game, and man, he uh, he, he caught the ball. You, you should look that up. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Um, I was watching the game too. It's funny because, but I, I didn't see that. It ju- it ju- oh, it just happened. Just popped uh, up yeah. a minute ago. Yeah, just a minute ago. Uh, Juan Soto crushed his uh, second home run of the game. Um, already, as uh, they are playing the D backs, the uh, Padres. And dude, the Padres are heating up. Series. Man, they're scoring runs. Yeah, it's a big series for them. And both teams, yeah, both yeah. teams. I mean, the Tigers aren't out of it. Uh, you know, they're a team that they've been playing really well. Riley Green's been doing awesome. Um, you know, but like for for that team, man, like uh, I guess they're gonna sell. Um, they have to answer the Erod question because um, Eduardo Rodriguez he has a player option for next year, so he could opt out if he really wants to. Yeah, and uh, he's having a pretty terrific year. I gotta admit, I was wrong on him. I never believed in him, and uh, I didn't think he was gonna do that well. So he could play himself into another big contract. Yeah, you never know. Uh, if so, if I'm the Tigers, maybe they do trade him. And he, he also has like a no, a ten team no trade list. So oh, really? I wonder, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that's something you can look up and see. But um, I I, he- I heard that earlier when I was uh, listening to the Talking Baseball um, podcast. But yeah, that was a interesting fact that they uh, talked about. But um, tra- here you go. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, other other big news. Uh, Jose Trevino, the Yankees catcher, is done for the season, man. Um, that's big. He was their All Star last yeah, year. Yeah, huge. Um, this Yankees team, who's been just battling injuries left and right, um, 
They have not been hitting the ball well. I think they're one of the last teams in the majors in batting average. They just uh, they can't seem to figure it out, man. Um, and I don't know where they're going to get their runs from. But you did say you did say some good news before the podcast. Yeah, uh, Sunday. I think Judge. Sunday Judge is supposed to start uh, taking batting practice again for the first time That's since, huge, since running into that fence over at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, over a month ago, man. And yeah. uh, again, like when he's on the field for the Yankees, that team is a completely, it's a, a different team, man. hundred percent. Those other guys thrive off a of judge dude. And having him out there, um, the Yankees are all in there's, there's no selling for the Yankees. They're going to be buying at the deadline. And, um, you know, something later on in the podcast that we're going to go over is I, um, bleacher report did their updated MLB farm system after the, uh, draft this last draft. And uh, there was just some interesting stuff like that popped out to me, like who has like a worse farm system than I thought and who has a better farm system than I thought it was. Uh, we'll go down that list a little bit later here. Let's uh, just kind of get through the rest of the news. But uh, judge being judge being back, man, that or um, taking batting practice. That's it's huge because they're dealing with so many injuries, um, too. I mean, I mean it's like yeah. every every couple of weeks, not getting any offense from anywhere else. Yeah. So um, there was other news today that the uh reported by john Heyman that uh that the dodgers are, are not completely eliminated from the shohei otani rumors um you know as we get closer to august 1st man um although the angels have said they are not going to um they're not going to uh, trade otani within the 48 hours of the deadline at, at the very least that's even if they trade him at all um that the Dodgers are not completely out on it. Um, so uh, the re- reason, you know, this is really important. So uh, the Dodgers have the number two farm system in the M- in MLB. That is, um, that is big, right? So like, you know, let's, let's touch on this Otani thing real quick and let, I'm going to read you off uh, the, from 30 to number one, the MLB farm system rankings. And this is a, this is done by uh, Bleacher Report by uh, Joel Reuter. He, um, I probably butchered his name, um, <laughs> but yeah. So this is going by after the draft. So let's do this quick. So number thirty, Houston Astros. Number it, it, that's that's a little mind blowing, right? To me, it you is. Know, yeah. We talked about the, the Astros development, and all this stuff, and and everything. But you know, if they, if the Astros, what's they're all in on the season. And they have they have good players. If they're going to make any trades, um, guess what? They're not going to be big impact trades like going after you know some of the top guys out there. But maybe they are a, a team a player for Stroman. Maybe they are going to be something like that where they're going to get maybe that mid level starter and go after and get somebody. But it's going to command, you know, they're going to take a hit from their uh, farm system. That's for sure. Absolutely. Another uh, team, the Chicago White Sox, twenty nine. Um, the Los Angeles Angels, twenty-eight. So, <laughs> as uh, we talk about the Otani <laughs> yeah. thing, it's like how how much can trading him really bolster their uh, farm system? And they've called a lot of guys up too. So you know they they've really made some moves by calling up like Zach Nito, uh, Neto, today uh, this year their catcher. Uh, they have a lot of guys up there, man. So it's like they have Ohape who they've called up. Um, they've called up some minor league pitchers who. Um, who they had drafted last year that are in their farm, they're in the bullpen. 
And this is all to get them to win, man. Like they're really doing everything they possibly can within their organization to really get this team to win. And uh, they came off a successful series against the Yankees. They won the series against the Yanks. Um, obviously, you know, they, I think they're, they have some really big, you know, competition coming into the the weekend uh, here. Uh, let's see who, who they got this week. Yeah. They're a game over 500. Um, they're playing the pirates. They're playing the pirates. Yeah. And then I think and after, then the after pirates, that, I think they have a, they have a series with, with the, then Detroit, then uh, but Detroit. then it's Toronto, Atlanta, Seattle, San Fran, Houston, Texas. That, I mean, yeah, from there it's like that. That's that's yeah. what it was. So if they're gonna make any kind of splash, they need to win like now the next, <laughs> because they're they need to win these next you know at least five out of six games, four out of six games, if they really want to make a difference. Because they they their August uh, is brutal. They swept the Yanks too, by the yeah. way. Yeah, their August their August is, is brutal. Really Atlanta, tough. Seattle, San Fran. Houston, Texas, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, the Mets, and then Philly. That's their August. Oh, they're going to walk away. <laughs> yeah, that might be the only almost. series they you know win what? all month. Ota- Otani <laughs> might not be there. So we'll, That's we'll true. See. That's true. Otani might not yeah, be we'll there see. anymore. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what you just read off, there's absolutely no easing up after these two series. Nah. And you can't even write off the, the Tigers, Tigers right? Like I said, the Tigers are they're, – they're fighting right now too. They're in their division. They're in the sorry division where they, they're looking at it like, man, well, the Twins – the Twins and Guardians haven't really, you know, sold any, anything. The Guardians have lost uh, their two games under uh, 500, and but they're only two games behind the Twins, and uh, the Tigers only five games back. So they're trying to win every game here as well. So uh, can't just look past them. Uh, although, I mean, you can look past the Pirates; they're done for <laughs> after we bet them. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that every time. Every time, man. They're 11 and a half back. They were like three, three ahead in first place yeah, dude, for a while. <laughs> How quickly the flip script, uh, the, uh, script flipped there, man. Uh, number 27, uh, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they were previously 11th when they last did this. Uh, what happened to the Twins? Yeah. Man? Jesus. I had higher hopes for them uh, coming into this season. Yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. did. I, I wasn't sold on them as far as their pitching went, but they've, they've had dominant pitching, man. O- Ober has been awesome. Joe Ryan, Joe Ryan has been great. Yeah, um, yeah man. They And uh, Sonny Gray has been terrific. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't get it why they can't do it. Uh, but also, like, Bucks and Tim, like, sorry, 200. He's in under 200, <laughs> man. He's really bad. Uh, Kent City, 26. Um, yeah, no we don't want to talk about them. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toronto is 25. They were previously 28th. Um, they, they trade a lot of farm system over yeah. the years, a lot of their prospects over the years uh, to get better and improve. Uh, let's see. The Braves, 24. Um They've called up a lot of guys, obviously, in the in the past uh, year, uh, with Bryce Elder, with Spencer Strider, uh, Michael J. Harris, uh, Grisham. So, they, like I said, they have a lot of young guys out there who they've called up. So, they they don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, if they were going to make a trade for Otani, which you know maybe uh, they won't be the top team on the list for the Angels for something like that. Uh, Marlins are twenty third. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies, 22. Uh, so you have three teams in the AL East there. That makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Oakland A's, 21. Uh, they're going to be at the bottom for a while. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Arizona Diamondbacks, number 20. Uh, the Yankees, 19. This is huge because, again, um, a team that is favored to get Shohei Otani, do they have enough? I mean, they would have to literally unload everybody because yeah. the Angels will not um, – the Angels definitely will not hold back on the Yankees. They will make them want to trade everything for them. 
Yeah, and, and like uh, we just said, they're dealing with so many injuries right now. It's like, can they afford to get rid of their whole farm system right now? Yeah, the thing is, they're all in, right. and this might be Brian Cashman's might last, be his year. last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this and same goes for Aaron Boone. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, the guy know, that gets tossed every games. third game. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Um, the Milwaukee Brewers, eighteen. Uh, the Giants, seventeen. They're you know they're steady in the pack. They're they're an interesting team, but uh, I don't think they'll be a contender mm. for Otani. Yeah. Uh, the Boston Red Sox, sixteen. Um, they're middle of the pack. The Guardians are fifteen. Guess where they were previously um, when they did this before. The, at the start of the they season. were much higher i think right they were number three. three wow they were number three yeah uh very interesting mm-hmm. I, I it just it goes with some of their guys haven't been performing well so it's like gavin williams um the church tigers are 14 yeah the colorado rockies 13 higher than i thought because they don't develop well yeah at all. the mets are number 12 um and here's the big shocking one number 11 uh the san diego padres who unloaded everybody last year. Um, man, it's, that's nuts. And they're still So 11, they unloaded yeah. all. Yeah, they're number 11, dude. They, you know, after they traded away all these guys and they had a really good draft and, you know, they've been developing really well. Um, but uh, some of their top prospects, uh, Jackson Morrell, uh, Ethan uh, Sol- Solace, Ethan Salas just uh, turned 17 in June. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he, one of those younger yeah. guys, man. It, it, it is a really interesting, man, just to see some of those. He's 17. Uh, he's playing single A ball. That's awesome. Yeah. And he he might be one of those guys where you're just like looking at like a Delacruz or this guy will be up, you know, real, real Yeah, you soon. never know. Yeah, seriously. Uh, let's see here. Well, sorry, the thing went up. Um, but yeah, man, they have a lot of guys. Uh, it's like tier one prospects. They have five tier one prospects yeah. that they're that they're counting. So, um, that's so crazy, man. Even after the Soto trade, yeah, it's unbelievable. God, they got rid of you know Mackenzie Gore, who was a promising young pitcher who hasn't done really well this year. But uh, um, yeah, just crazy. And also Robert Hassel for the in the Nationals organization. The Mariners, number ten. Um, that's big because the Mariners are you know. They've uh they called up Brian Wu, who is one of their tier one prospects, uh, who's been pitching really well this year. Gabriel Gonzalez, another guy, uh, and they still have some other guys that they can call up, man. And I wonder, do they you know make some trades, go out and get some guys, maybe with some c- control? They have also been rumored to trade away to Logan Gilbert. Have you have you seen some of those? I didn't see that now. Yeah, they've been rumored to trade away Logan Gilbert, a guy who has a lot of years control yeah. left to. I think he has about three years left to control after this season. So um, if they trade him, that'd be really interesting because um, they're, they're missing Robbie Ray and uh, I don't think they're going to get him back for the year. So. Yeah. And they're, and they're one of them teams, like we said, like they, they have potential. They have a lot of potential. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, they're only five games back of the wild right. card, dude. Like why, why um, they're not going no, anywhere. No. Dude. They're going to, they're going all in, not all in, but you know, they're, they're going in. Like the teams that are all in are the Yankees, like the the Mariners, like they're pushing into the pot. Though. Yeah. Uh, number nine, the Texas Rangers. There, that's another interesting team because they can make a push for, for uh, um, Shohei Otani. 
uh, Kuma Rocker, who was a first round pick by the Mets, who get who didn't come to an agreement with them two or three years ago now in the draft. Uh, he was drafted by them. He's undergoing Tommy John, um, and uh, Jack Leiter is struggling. So these are two two of their uh, pitchers, and they're not even considered their top their tier one prospects. Nah. Crazy. They have six tier one prospects, yeah. which is nuts. Um, Tampa Bay Rays, number eight. Um, again, you know, the Rays are a team that needs to go out and make a trade. They just fell to second in the AL East. Remember how wide that margin was, you know, back in the yeah. day where there was like, can anyone catch them? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the Baltimore Orioles are playing them this weekend. They took the lead uh, yesterday by half a game or by one game. And, um, Man, it's uh right now the uh the Rays are winning. Uh where the was you know, it two but, zips uh, still? A three nothing now. Uh, three yeah. zero bottom of the seventh. You know, but the Orioles they uh have the most comebacks, thirty five comebacks, um comeback victories this season, in yeah. uh, baseball. It's they lead baseball yeah. with that. Did you see uh, real quick, did but you the, see the Rays uh, are showing interest in Strowman? I yeah. did, yeah. The I think they could do better. I think they that. could do better than that. I'm too. not saying Strowman. Yeah. I'm not saying Strowman's not great, but like I think they could be yeah. better. Um, but Strowman would be a, kind of a nice addition to that already pretty, pretty you, fat uh, starting yeah. pitching lineup. <laughs> you know they do, but they don't. They they've been they've had a lot of games this year where they had a lot of bullpen games. Yeah. So I would be curious to see uh, what they do. They they need to make a, a. I think they should be a team in on Otani. Yeah. Uh, I. It's just the thing is, is do they think they can retain him? And that that's just the thing that I don't think they'll they'll push him to do. So maybe you're right. Maybe they do make a push for Strowman or or I saw um, who was the other player I saw. Uh, Russell? No, it was. Uh, I think it was. I can't remember. Hold on one sec. You, you keep going. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> yeah, all right, going to number seven, St. Louis Cardinals. This is really interesting, and we were, t- you know, talking about the Cardinals earlier. They've won eight; they're eight and two in their last ten games. The Cardinals have been absolutely on on fire, man. Like their offense is hitting. Um, their their guys are are finally meshing together. You've heard you've heard a lot of names in the trade in their um, trade rumors. Yeah. Like they're you remember when they're right after the All Star um, right after the All Star break, the GM said they're pretty much open for business. You've heard D- Dylan Carlson's name a lot out there. He's um, he still has a few years of control left. Um, you got other guys like Nolan Arenado, who who they said hasn't asked for a trade. Arenado's batting two eighty six this year, ten time Gold Glove winner, um, thirty two years old. He still has about four years left on his contract. Um, I man, I just uh, if I'm you know a team, I'm I'm going to be poking at that and seeing, hey, does Arenado you know you know, want to get traded because dude, like the guy's still an incredible third baseman. And he's still one of the best. Yeah. Of course he's one of the best ever, but man, um, the guy is always there. He's reliable. Um, you know, he get, he's hitting the lineup. He's doing really good. Uh, I, I just be curious. I would poke to see, uh, what they could possibly, um, want for Arenado. Um, real quick. The, the yeah. other pitcher was Michael Lorenzen at the rate. Oh the yeah. Rays yeah. Pitcher. Yeah. The Astros yeah. and the Rays are both interested in Lorenzen. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. And if the Rays are interested in a pitcher, um, that makes me want to be interested in the pitcher. Yeah, I mean, I I know a pitcher that that could. I think his name starts with Shohei. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like just because man, they're they're always um, 
they're just always like there, you know, on, on, um, on it. It's funny. Uh, also other, other players that, you know, we mentioned before with the Cardinals, they could trade, uh, Jack Flaherty, uh, Montgomery, um, just kind of going back and man, th- those are, those are guys where it's like, you gotta take them seriously, man, because just no, no doubt about it. Will they, you know, th- like, you know, so Flaherty over his last like six starts, he gave up four earned runs today. He gave up a, a hanging knuckle curve that just got obliterated by Bellinger today <laughs> and Bellinger, man, that guy's going to be freaking on the demand because they're, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any better outfielder out there than Bellinger, the way he's been playing and how great defensively he is. And he's a rental. So uh, God imagine that a lot of teams are going to be on him, but you know, Flaherty, uh, he's been really dependent. Still, you got to worry about the injury and he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, Montgomery, same thing. Um, you gotta, you know, look at him. He's having a really solid year. Um, by the way, they won the Montgomery trade. Because uh, yeah. guess what, ba- Bader's, Bader's hurt uh, now. Hurt. I know. I saw that. <laughs> he, he's he's been hurt like every, every time. Yeah. But dude, if the Cardinals could get some guys back and retool, um, because guess what, they're they're doing they're going to do a short sale. Like they still have names. Like they have Lars Newbard, Brandon Donovan, yet uh, Yepes, uh, Goldschmidt. Do they trade Goldschmidt? I don't know. Interesting. You know, Tyler O'Neill. They have Kisner, but and then they have the number seven ranked farm system. I mean, God, man. Just imagine what else they could get in return if they traded a few guys, because they're going to be there's going to be bidding markets for some of their guys, man. Especially those two starting pitchers we just named off. Absolutely. So, um, I would be very scared of them going into the next year, and they would be, probably be heavily favored to win the division. Um, yeah, I although they that. still need they still need starting pitching. That's that's the that's one their thing. biggest. So, yeah, it's, I think that's their yeah. biggest downfall right now. And, Sure. So whoever trades for their starting pitchers, just get your starting pitching prospects ready because the Cardinals are going to want them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, number six, Washington Nationals. Uh, they drafted Dylan Cruz. He's a deal. He's a tier one prospect for them. Um, I mentioned some of the guys earlier from the uh, from the uh, trade over from the Padres. Robert Hassel, third. He's uh, been having a, an okay year. Uh, Elijah Green, another guy who is another highly touted prospect, James Wood, um, and the Nationals, man, they're going to be scary. Maybe not, maybe not next year, but the year after, after these guys are coming up and they're going to be like the, what the Reds are, I believe yeah. like, in two years. Um, the Cubbies, man, number five, um, a team who we both loved going into the start of the season, man. Um, but who need to sell, they need to get rid of some of their guys like Stroman and Bellinger and just retool. Um, and this is the best way to do it. They will get some, they will get a lot in return for these two guys alone. And I no doubt that they will uh, make some really, really quality trades and go into next year um, more with more confidence. Uh, number four, the Pittsburgh stinking pirates <laughs> who, who signed oh schemes to record deal. Yeah. And I'm going to move on from the pirates. Number three, <laughs> the Cincinnati reds who are in a battle, like you mentioned earlier, with the Brewers um, for the Central. And, and they're two and a half games back. They've slid a little bit um, as of lately. But, you know, man, I mean, you could just you could just name the top two guys on that list of their top 10 prospects and just move on from there. <laughs> like, I mean, just those two yeah, guys yeah, I mean, alone. Like Dela De Cruz. And Encarnacion. Uh, you're about, yeah. yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. Encarnacion, Strand, and also uh, Novelli Marte, Marte, man. He's another yeah. guy. Yeah. And also, um, God, uh, who's the, McLean? 
McLean, the other guy, man, who is uh he's been a better rookie than Dela Cruz. He's even better um than Dela Cruz. God um I think it's Mike McLean who's been Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. He's been a he's been really good, man. He's hitting three hundred. Dela Cruz hitting two seventy six, but man, he has a better OPS than Dela Cruz and he has a better slugging than Dela yeah. Cruz. And on base is eight seventy. He's Matt, Matt McLean. Bowl. Matt McLean. Yeah. yeah. He's been uh really a standout for them, man. Um, but yeah. And they still have Jonathan India. And India, like, yeah. Dude, I love me some Jonathan India. If they trade him, I would hope the Mets would be in on that. Yeah. Um, and going on to number two, uh, of course, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. They do it so well, man. All the time, dude. I just don't get it. I really don't. But um, man, they they're up there. They have a lot of tier one guys. Uh, one of their guys is up right now, uh, Emmett Sheehan, uh, one of their pitchers. But um, they have a second base, baseman, Michael Bush, uh, Diego Cartea, and then uh, man, yeah, they just been they just develop so well. Yeah. And then number number one, the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a team that can make a splash? We talked about the Rays, but man, the uh, Orioles have a deep farm system, and they are ready, man. They are led by Adley Rushman, Gunnar Henderson. Um, whether they want to trade Cedric Mullins like that, like they don't, because he's been hurt. I, uh, you know, obviously they wouldn't trade him. They'll probably just you know keep him to the end. But man. They, they have a lot of moves that they could t- potentially make and they don't have to be big moves. They just need a competent starter. They need like a top of the, you know, like a number two rotation guy and they can make that, this team really sexy. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I've, I've liked them all. I, I mean, I liked them last year too, but just like yeah, you said, they're, they're, they're a young team. They're strong. They have, uh, I mean, obviously we just, we're talking about the farm systems the, here. The starting pitching is just not. No, strong. that's that's their only issue, really. Their bullpen is pretty they, solid. They have a strong yeah, bullpen. exactly. Their bullpen is solid. But and that's also why they made the trade uh, to go get um, got for Shima. Oh, God, I forgot his name now. They made the trade with the A's the other day. Oh yeah, I like saw a, that. Yeah, their thirty second or thirty third prospect to to get this guy a really under the radar kind of move. The everyone, so they uh Shintaro Fu, Fujinami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry I'm pr- pronouncing your name wrong, sir. Um, Fujinami. He was also Shohei Otani's um, friend in high school. Yep. So uh th- there's that. Um, he's on a one year deal. Part of it. Yeah. He, yeah, he's on that. His uh ERA is in the fives, but his last sixteen innings was kind of where you look at. It. It's like. Uh, you know, even though his uh, ERA is 8.57, his last 16 innings, he only allowed 15 hits and his ERA was two, uh, two and a, like two and a half. So, um, so since the start of June, his ERA is 3.26. Um, his, his, uh, FIP is 3.66. So definitely an upgrade for them in yeah. the, in the bullpen, man, where I think they just learned they're like, okay, we can get four innings out of our guys, but have our bullpen come in and. You know, just and it. he's six foot but six. He's six six crazy. and a half feet tall too. So, how how tall is Otani? He's uh, he's like giant too, right? Otani's like six five. Otani is six four. Yeah, he's a hey, six four. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking giant. Yeah, too, man. Uh, wow. But 
yeah, man, those were some, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to go by off of that because the, the farm system thing was interesting. I, I was surprised mostly by the Astros being dead last. Yeah. And I thought the Braves had a, um, deeper farm yep, system too. Me too. Um, but that was just, I, I think that was good and necessary to kind of go off and, and, uh, just kind of look at that and, re- and retool it a little bit. But, yeah. It really opened your eyes to like, we I mean, the whole reason we brought it up was the Otani trade. I mean, or the potential Otani trade Yeah, and what and, teams are in know, a position what, to be able to give up, you know? Um, yeah. Set, set prospects right. in a team who is always there, man. And was in the world series three years ago is the Rays, man. They have to be taken more seriously. The Seattle, they have to be taken more seriously. I mean, again, I don't know if the angels trade within their own division, or maybe they just get him out of the AL. But another team is, is you got to look, maybe the Reds, maybe the Reds are like, this is going to be a uh, CC Sabathia moment. And maybe um, like what the uh, Brewers did in 2008, we talked about that trade and how significant that was for the Brewers. But the thing about the Reds is, is man, you know, you, you trade Otani um, and you trade for Otani and you, you get that guy. And what, what does this really do do for you, man? This opens the floodgates, right? But maybe, maybe they're just like, you know what? This has been an incredible year. It's kind of like a year, like the uh, Orioles had last year, but they're even a little bit better, but they're also in a worse division. Um, maybe there's like, look, you know, it's, if we go far, we go far, but you know, next year and the year after those are going to be our years. It's kind of like what the Orioles are doing now. Yeah. And man, real quick, going back to the Rays, I mean, the Rays, their total active payroll this year is 82 million. Oh yeah. So they, they, this is the high, like one of the highest their payrolls has really ever been. Yeah. So going back to Otani, I mean, that, that could be a, very well be a pretty high contender for Otani. I mean, he'll, he'll bring the money, right? He'll bring the, he'll bring the crowd and they have, and sure, they have so. the, the, the space to be able to pay him too. If, if, you know, whatever kind of deal they work out, but you know, they can make the trade. Oh yeah. And they have the prospects. And they have the prospects. That's what I mean. That's a pretty solid uh, option. They would be number one on my list for, as far as a trade partner. Um, The angels aren't, I'm sorry. They're just not trading to the Dodgers. They they would rather just keep them. And unless he requested a trade to the Dodgers, I just, um, I don't, I just can't see Arden Moreno just saying, you know what? Screw it. Here you go, Dodgers. I'm going to hand you the best player in baseball. Who has the number two farm system. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, that would be enticing. They would probably want everything in the farm system from the Dodgers. They would have to pay that like 140% uh, on the on the dollar yeah. for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, I just don't see the Mets doing it. You know, it's a, it's a lost year for the Mets. It just is. It doesn't mean they have to sell entirely and they're going to stink next year, but if I'm the Mets, man, trade Verlander, trade Scherzer, get these guys, get as much as you can for them too, for Quintana, get, um, you know, maybe consider Lindor. Trading <laughs> uh, dude, I wish, man. Lindor is not, it's, no one, no one's trading for nah. Lindor. It's not, it's not a Arenado situation where you're like, man, 10 time gold glove. Right. No, it's not that kind of situation. I could see Alonzo though. Uh, that's, that's a, I could see Alonzo because he's a free agent at the end of next year. Yeah. Um, he would get a pretty hefty haul. Not gonna say the biggest haul, but he'll get a pretty hefty one. Um, but yeah, you know, man. And again, um, just keep hearing about it. 
the Padres being linked to trading Hater and Soto. It's like, you know, what could they get for these two guys? Who would be contenders? The Rays would, you know, look great for Soto and do this. Again, why would the Padres do this? They have so much money invested. They're got and here's the thing too is now they're they're finally starting to hit. Like, dude, yeah. They uh I know we mentioned them a little bit earlier and how they uh have been doing, man. But let me go by their lot la- let me go by their last um I'll say like few weeks here on score and runs. Uh let's see, they are forget. They got shut they got shut out. <laughs> yes, last yeah. game. Uh, but they they uh, they won the series against the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, they they won two zero in one game, and that was the Darvish game where he pitched fantastic. Yeah. Then Snell shut shut down the um, Blue Jays. They won nine to one. Then they they scored six runs against the Phils. Four runs, four runs. Um, they scored eight, six, and three, um, five, f- five, eight, ten. Like they they've been swinging the bats a lot better. Yeah. Because you going back in the beginning of the year, man, they were losing two. They were putting games, up like one run. Games. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what are we doing? So right they, now? there was a lot of games where they were scoring literally like three runs or less in a lot of games. And man, if you just if you just change some of those around and you look at it, I'm I'm going down the list, man. That God, they lost a lot of games where they scored absolutely no runs or one run. Yeah. So man, um, they're yeah, they they lost to the, there was a back in April they lost to the. Brewers one to zero, then the Braves two to zero. They lost eight to one to the Braves. Just like, dude, just games again, man, where they were just throwing up. And you know, Machado, you remember when he came out and said he's like, you know, just give us time. Maybe he was talking about um give us a hundred games into the season. Yeah, well, and we'll show I you. think there was also a little bit of frustration <laughs> there too. Like, I don't know if it was Machado, but I remember I remember them they there was a press conference or something and, and one of them said something like like look, well, like you know, we're I don't even remember how it was worded, but it was basically the same thing. It was like, give us time. But he said it more of like a, like a, Hey man, stop picking on us kind of way. <laughs> like, Yeah. And, and then there's a lot of frustration. Yeah, man. absolutely. There is. Like that, that team, you know, they were, they were really expected to, to go out and, you know, to be, to be more than where they're at. And they're five and games under not. 500. It's like, Holy cow, man. Yeah. It is not gone well for them. And it's probably, um, you know, it's probably the turning point. Well, where are they at you wild card wise? Let's see. Well, we like you know, we saw the Braves back. two years ago. We saw the Phillies last year, man. Yeah. Like, you know, man, these, some of these teams could turn it on, dude. And you know, uh, maybe maybe this is it for them. They're so. six and a half out of a wild card spot. That's not too bad at all. No, not. I at mean, all. that's totally doable. Yeah. But they can't be playing five hundred ball for the for the rest of the season. No, way. that's the problem. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. And that is going to be the one thing where it's going to be really interesting to see, man. Yeah. If, uh, where, where they will go uh, from here on that. Um, but yeah, let's see. Uh, getting out from the Blue Jays. Uh, let's, let's do it, man. Let's talk about a blast from the trade past. Um, let's see. Our last one we did was uh, Miguel Cabrera. Well, we're going to stick with the Marlins. Uh, kind of around the same timeline. Um, not only did uh, they trade Miguel Cabrera in 2005, but they also traded one of the probably the greatest postseason pitchers ever, we could say, in uh, Josh Beckett in 2005. The Red Sox and Marlins made made a trade that greatly benefited both teams yep. at the time. Um, so let, let's kind of let's get to that trade, man. The Red um, 
the Red Sox, they they made a deal uh, November 2005, right after the the season where, you know, the, the Red Sox um, were hoping, you know, to go to the World Series and, and do that. And guess what? Um, Beckett was uh, incredible because uh, after the Red Sox won the World Series or, um, in, in 2000, uh, 2004, they got even better um, despite having Beckett with a 5.01 ERA in 2005, 2007, Beckett was incredible. Won the Cy Young award, won the Cy Young with a 3.72 ERA. Um, he had 20 wins that year with a, uh, with a FIP of 3.08. And going, going into, do you have uh Hanley Ramirez's numbers with you? I do. Yeah. Cool. Let's go ahead and read, read those to see how he did for the Marlins in, in that span. In 06. Uh, just in general. Like, after, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's only got – I'm on baseball reference. He's got 05. He played two games with Boston. So 06, he was with the Marlins. Uh, let's see here. 292 batting average. I'll just go batting average first. Uh, 292 and 06, 332 and 07, 301 and 08, 342 in 09. Uh, that led the league. 300 in 2010. And then in 2011 – uh, it was 243. So he started to kind of fall off there and then he got traded again. But, and it's funny too, to because the, to the Dodgers. Yeah. Right. And then he ended up back in Boston, oddly enough in 2015. But I think, um, yeah, he led the league in runs and batting average, uh, in two of those years. 342 is pretty solid. I mean, whew. Oh no, no, he, he was, he was awesome. And I think this is a trade where you're like, you know, did who won this trade? And, you know, obviously these were the two big, like, as you look past on it, these were the two names where it's like, wow, um, the, who had, who headlined it better on this trade. And it was obviously, I think, uh, the, these two, obviously these two players. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, it's, Beckett, it's pretty who, close because, because Boston ended up winning the world series in 07. Yeah. With Beckett, with Beckett, he won, he won later. 20 games that year. And, um, he was second in Cy Young voting. He was an All Star. Because so. it's funny. It's funny because Beckett eventually got traded to the Dodgers too, and him and Hanley were on. Yeah, uh, Beckett <laughs> and Hanley were both on the same team. So yep. <laughs> during that time in 2012. That's kind of funny. So yeah, um, Beckett, Beckett was a. Uh, he accumulated a 22.2 WAR. Uh, Boston compiled a 32.4 WAR for the trade overall uh, when they did that. And his career WAR is um, 35.7. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like you said, I mean it's a win-win for both both teams, but yeah, I mean and, Boston and, you know, ended up winning a World Series, and then we start to see the downfall of the Marlins kind of after that. Yeah, because I mean, Hanley Ramirez would be their best player throughout that span. Yeah. They also got Anibal Sanchez, who was a really good pitcher. Um, like he he earned a big contract from the Tigers actually. Um, once upon a time, uh, when they went out and signed him, but uh, in two in two thousand six to 2012 uh he threw 114 innings in 2006 uh, with a 2.83 era um and then 2010 was his best season 13 and 12 with a 3.55 era uh for anibal sanchez and then again he would he would eventually leave but man um for for all this to be said it's like um i i would i would say that you know the the red sox won by a, a little bit because they won the world series and, and Beckett was the guy obviously who helped them win in 2003 and in, you know, and then 
led the Red Sox to win in 2007. So um, I, I meant 2003 with the Marlins. Mm-hmm. He helped yeah. the Marlins win the 2003 title. Um, and man, just uh, you know, you, you just don't see trades kind of working out this way for both teams. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've talked about the CC Zabathia trade now. Yeah. How uh, how that how that played out. We talked and then talking about the Miguel Cabrera one. Then it's like, oh wow, you know, th- this could um, this only really works out one way or another. Yeah. But uh, w- with um, with this, it sort of played out for both teams where it's like Hanley Hanley Ramirez was a breakout for the Marlins throughout his time there. Um, you know, he was he finished in NL uh, MVP voting. Um, Three years in a row. There. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was one of the top guys there. Rookie and, of the year. Yeah, man. With the Marlins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like I'm you sorry, said, it's man. funny that they both ended up on the same team. They both played for the Dodgers for three years together, actually. 2012 to 2014. Oh, man. How many games did Beckett pitch for the Dodgers? Because, God, I remember he was hurt a lot of the time. Beckett pitched, uh, Beckett pitched 35 games for the Dodgers total. Oh wow. He was no, he had two complete games in there. He was eight eight wins, fourteen losses with a three three nine ERA for the Dodgers. Oh wow. Yeah. Did did Hanley I'm trying to think. So after the Dodgers, did he sign with Boston again? He went I'm back to, to Boston, yeah. He was in Boston from twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen, and then it looks like they might have traded him to Cleveland or he or he got signed yeah. by Cleveland. And that was the last year. Henry of his career. Ramirez signs with Boston. I um I just wonder if they, because he, oh, he did. So in November of 2014, he signed a four-year, $88 million deal with an additional, um, was it club option or with a, with a vesting uh, fifth year additional 22 million. Wow. Hmm. So they pretty much gave him five years at 110. And, he from his and they must have traded him in that he, last he year because he only he played flamed out he was yeah he was really bad yeah like where was he, he batted a 242 249 286 yeah. 254 and then he got traded to cleveland it looks like that fifth year and he batted a 184 and, oh my god yeah yeah he and he only played 16 games mm-hmm. with played 44 games with the last year 44 yeah yeah that, those were some weird boston teams too because it, it was funny i think i don't know if he I guess he would get the ring. Um, he did get a ring with Boston because uh, that's the year they the Red Sox won too, twenty eighteen. Eighteen, so yeah. It looked like he would look like it come full circle. It uh, worked out for worked out for uh, Hanley Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, he made the All Star like we said three years in a row uh, with the Marlins, yeah. and then didn't even, I mean, didn't even come close after that. It looks like so. Yeah. He was eighth eighth uh, in MVP voting one year with the Dodgers. But yeah, yeah, when he was with Boston again, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. Yeah. Like with the, the Dodgers weren't going to extend him no. to that money that, uh, back then you had the giants and the Padres, uh, both, both were to believed at the time to offer him five years at 90 million, but the Red Sox offered him an extra year. So, mm. um, the Dodgers only offered him a qualifying offer of 15.3 million. Wow. <laughs> but, um, I would say, man, Haley Ramirez overall good career. Absolutely. I mean, 38 career uh, war a little yeah a little underrated uh actually 289 career yeah. average i mean yeah it's pretty solid yeah it's a little underrated 270 you know, home played runs. you know I'm not, I'm not gonna say every year he was good but man for like 90 percent of his career he was a really solid player mm-hmm. yeah um and then same goes for beckett man 
He was a good uh, fielder too. Here. Ramirez was a good fielder too. Oh yeah, yeah. He, good he defensive really player. Just one man. He hit some bombs in dog shit. Yeah, I remember going to some of those games. But yeah. Oh well. Yeah, a blast from the trade pass. I like that one. That was a good one. And it's cool, like you said, that, that, that Miggy was in on that same team. Oh, what, in 05, I guess it was, uh, on that Marlins team. So Yeah, well, he yeah he was traded that the same, same year. year. So they, yeah. they, they unloaded, and uh, yeah, like I said, they weren't going to pay those guys uh, with Beckett. And uh, um, I didn't see what kind of contract Beckett got, but yeah, they weren't going to trade or uh, sign those guys long-term. So they were like, sayonara. Um, only if you just had good management, maybe you just saw what he might have had. You know, if you just kind of gave him another run. But uh, yeah, good for for them. Um, yeah, man. I uh, think. Do we have anything else? Let's we were see. gonna do a real quick MVP and Cy Young uh, odds. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the let's do the updates on that. We haven't yeah. done that in a few. We weeks haven't. Yet. Yeah. Well, it's because we already know who's gonna win. <laughs> well, no, we know who's gonna MVP. win for the AL, but the the NL man yeah. is. Um, it's getting a little spicy uh, over there. Coon- yeah. Even though Acuna has been, uh, you know, still lighting it up, uh, Arise has fallen down a little bit as far as uh, where he was hitting 400 all the time. Uh, Freeman's still batting 325. This Dodger team still, man, again, they they go as Freeman and Betts go, man. And if any guy's going to win the – I'm telling you, man, it's going to come down to narrative. So many people are going to be riding the high of, of Acuna. Acuna. yeah. Uh, of what he, you know, coming back from the ACL, this is the guy that we knew who he was going to be. But then I think you're going to have people dig into it more. Matt Olson, 32 bombs. Um, Austin Riley, dude, four home runs in four game, uh, uh, three games against. I remember uh, he, we, we got off the podcast. He hit us another bomb yep. uh, the, the other night, dude. And uh, even though they end up losing the series, um, God, man, drawing draw a blank because they lost the series too. Um, uh, the Diamondbacks. The D-backs, you know, they had a yeah. crazy game. Um, but yeah, Riley ended up owning them. But man, it's like, dude, you just look up and down on the lineup, like how much security they really have, like Acuna really has, as opposed to um, Freeman, man. And I think that narrative has to come into play, dude. Just really does. Like you're one that one through nine is so much more dangerous than the Dodgers one through five. Yeah, like hundred yeah. percent. So like. The one through nine, and uh, and uh, uh what, where's Austin? We got Austin Riley, Matt Olson. I'm looking at the odds. So Olson's yeah, yeah. best odds are from MGM. That's plus ten thousand. I don't know about that. Plus thirty five. Plus thirty five hundred on uh, on Caesars. That seems a little bit more realistic for for Matt Olson. For Olson, yeah. Okay. And then you've got, I mean, Austin Riley's in the in the hunt in the talks, but plus twenty thousand, plus eight thousand. I mean, that he's. I mean, a little too far away, but I'm Corbin. Not say, I'm not saying. I'm not going to say Ryan. No, for MVP. MVP. No, I know you're just yeah. you're just supporting Acuna, but I'm just saying they're both on this list, and Corbin Carroll's still up there. Um, yeah, he, he he had gotten hurt for a little bit, but Carroll's still batting uh, 286. Yeah, he slowed down a little bit. He has. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Matt Olson, dude, he, his his average isn't bad. He's batting about 260, um, but his home runs, man, 32. Just being that cleanup guy there, man. Just having that extra security right there, man. That guy's on pace for 50 bombs. Like, yeah. Um, you know, same with Riley. Riley's fi- finally starting to heat up, man. It's like, dude, again, you're going to have like two or three MVP candidates on your team. I mean, what does that really say? So, yeah. And Olsen leads uh, the leagues in uh, RBIs, too. Yeah. 
he does and yeah my good man he's he's been terrific and so is Acuna you know I can't take anywhere from him uh I think Freeman's has slightly been more important to what the Dodgers are than uh what Acuna has been to like the Braves are still well, like you said almost where they're at without Acuna. exactly like you said they've got the support I mean yeah I mean didn't they win the World Series without him yeah they yeah they definitely was hurt yeah so I mean obviously this team's a little different instead of Freddie Freeman on that, on that, <laughs> team that year but yeah um I, I would still. Uh, what what are the Freeman odds? Uh, is this still plus six hundred or five hundred? Freeman goes from like six fifty to seven fifty, depending on where you're at. Okay, so, not too not bad. Too not bad. too bad. Oh wait, no, that's uh, Mookie. That's Mookie bet. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. Freeman is really Freeman is plus sixteen hundred now. Plus thirteen hundred. Plus sixteen hundred. Plus fifteen hundred. So, oh, what is this on? Is this on different ones or? It's yeah. It just lists like Fanduel, DraftKings, points bet, Caesars, MGM. Like all, they all have, they all have uh, bets Mookie bets ahead. ahead of them. Yep. What? Yeah. Bets is hitting two seventy seven. Caesars has bets at a plus seven hundred, and they have Freeman at a Free- plus thirteen hundred. Freeman leads in every category. Yep. I I don't understand that at all. Is it because is it because Mookie His, Betts was in the home run derby? Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't get. He's it, got twenty seven like, homers. He's he's Freeman leads leads the team in almost every offensive category. Besides home runs, right? Mookie, I mean, Mookie Betts is twenty-seven. That's second in the NL. Yeah, he, he Mookie Betts leads on the, the home runs, but but other than that, yeah, like you're saying that that doesn't make any sense to me. He mm-hmm. has not been more important than what Freeman has been to. And that was updated um, today, so that's as current wow. as it gets. Yeah, that is um that is interesting. Yeah, I uh I would splash a little bit i'm almost kind of thinking money. about it yeah it's not a bad i mean i, I, mean, I don't know i mean like, even if you throw 20 bucks at it god you're you're winning a few hundred bucks there yeah i don't know um, though i feel i mean acuna is a, on the same caesars it's minus 525 for acuna minus 525 so yeah that's fine and fair yeah you know i get that acuna has been terrific and his he's just doing some crazy things yeah 44 stolen that. bags now too yeah yeah um do wow. we talk about the al yeah. or no <laughs> no, Atani. It's we can talk about the Cy Young. Yeah, we can talk about Cy Young. Let's talk about Cy Young. Who's leading the odds there for AL? It's Framber Valdez. I'm I'm just gonna go okay. off of Caesars because uh, yeah, you yeah. know Vegas. That's fine. Uh, that's, give me give me the top five guys. Top five. We got Framber. We got Garrett Cole. We got Kevin Gausman. What's Garrett? Give, give me with the, oh, with the odds. Sorry. All right. So Framber Valdez plus two hundred. Garrett Cole plus two fifty. Gausman plus three fifty. Shane McClanahan plus five hundred which surprises me and Eovaldi uh, plus 850. Well, yeah. And, and then go, go with the, uh, go to the NL and the NL. Sorry, Cause I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm pulling up the stats for pitching right now. And I'm just going to do it by, I'm going to do it by AL. So sorry, we'll, we'll skip the, um, we'll skip the, um, what it's called. So of all the, uh, you mentioned he's up there. Valdez definitely has to be in the consideration because he has some of the, you know, he's up there with quality starts. McClanahan missed some time. Right. He has, still has the lowest ERA in the AL. Um, Gausman has the most strikeouts in the AL. Garrett Cole um, is second on the list. Yeah. He's had a pretty outstanding season, okay. though. I will give him that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Especially compared to last um, year. I mean, geez. He, uh, opponent, opponent batting average. You want to guess who's leading that? Is it Garrett Cole? Um, no, it's Shohei Otani. Oh, Otani. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otani's, uh, wait, one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six. Eight. Otani's seventh on this list at a, at a plus okay. 1,200. 
I don't think he's going to win Cy Young. No. Um, I think the other guys are just having slightly better years yeah. than him. Uh, I mean, McClanahan's opponent batting average. So Otani leads with a .192. Vivaldi's um, .208 tied with McClanahan. Wow, um, okay. Why is Garrett Cole ahead? I, I'm, I'm just a little shocked. Evaldi leads in innings pitched, complete games. Uh, he has two. Why is this is by strikeouts? Gosman has the most strikeouts, 153. Otani has third, 139. Um, uh, yeah. Garrett Cole's fourth in strikeouts, it looks like. Yeah, Otani has a whole earn run point more than that. Um, I don't. Uh, Garrett Cole's ERA is 2.78. It's not like it's that much more than McClanahan. But just really close. Um, not not bad for sprinkling a little bit of money on um, still McClanahan because, man. That's um, kind of what I was thinking. I mean, that's he was the heavy favorite earlier in this season. But like you said, yeah. he did miss some time. I'm surprised he's as low yeah. as he is, honestly. Well, I, like so going back to like the, the innings pitched, I mean, uh, for McClanahan, Let's see. We go to innings pitch. Evaldi leads the league right now with 123, or one, uh, 123.12. Garrett Cole is right behind him with 123, exactly. Um, McClanahan's 26th at 102 innings. So, yeah. So, he missed, so he missed a few games. Steps. Yeah. I still he he's going to get to at least 175, right? I would think, yeah. I think that qualifies him for that. Yep. Um, but and he's 11 and one. Cole. I mean, I know we don't really care too much about record as much these days, but he's got 11 wins and one loss on his record. So, which is probably the best. Um, yeah. Valdez has 117 innings. That's tops in, so in the AL. He's a, uh, yeah. So, I mean, man, they're close. I, I mean, I can't, I can't be biased there because I picked McClanahan earlier in the year, but man, that is really close. It is. Uh, I, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see there. We'll see. That's a really interesting. Should we check the, uh, the NL? Yeah, yeah. Let's no, heck yeah. Let's do the NL. Go ahead and read it. I got the, I got the stats pulled up. So I got, um, Spencer. I'm doing Caesars again. Spencer Strider at a two, a plus two seventy five, And then right behind him at a plus two eighty is Zach Allen. And then you've got Blake Snell at a plus four twenty five. Uh, Spencer Steer's oh. up there too, but he's only got odds on one of the sites on MGM. So I'm not, I'll mention him. Spencer but... Strider is not even top 25 ERA. So how is he even on this list? I don't know. Oh, wait. No, sorry. He has a 3.78 ERA. How is he favorite? That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make all. any sense. Um, Zach Gallon. Blake Snell. It kind of goes between him favorite. and it kind of goes between Gallon and Strider on, on all these Where's sites. Where's Blake Snell? Sorry. Snell's third. With plus 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 four twenty five, plus four twenty five, and then Logan Webb is the next one with a plus seven hundred, and then Strowman with a sixteen hundred. Strowman and Kershaw, okay, so Kershaw's stri- up there too. Strikeouts, Strider leads in strikeouts. Um, yeah, again, pl- teams they look at ERA, uh, they look at WHIP. So Zach Allen leads in WHIP with Burns. Um, Strider's there with a one point zero nine. Um, innings pitched. Logan Webb has 133 innings pitched. Gallon's at 1.30, and his Gallon's ERA is it went up a little bit. Uh, yeah, here it is 3.18. 3.18, yeah. Uh, Strowman's pitched 122 innings, and who we were just looking for a second ago, uh, 
Snell has 108 innings pitched. Not not far, and he's been absolutely dominant. He's been so good. Sh- yeah. Yeah, and so is Stroman. And, and I was like, yeah. um, I would, God, I would uh, put a little money there on Stroman or Snell. I, like, I put money on Stroman at the beginning of the season, like nice. like the third or fourth week into the season. And I think it was like pretty close to the same odds. It might have even been a little bit better. It might have been like a plus 2,000. It was sixteen hundred here, right now. Wow. Yeah. Still that. I have to check on that. Dude, but if he. Yeah. Okay. Here's a scenario for the the Strowman. Um, if he gets traded to an AL contender, or an NL contender, and he is the ace and does just well the last month and a half, how is he it's not going to be? It's very possible. In that yeah. Race, dude. It's that absolutely. That's a little bonkers to me. Definitely. I mean, he, he, we, we were talking about him. That's why I did it because we were talking about him so much uh, for a few weeks there. And he had like, yeah, he led the league in quality, quality starts. starts. Yeah, exactly. He had like 14 quality starts in 16 games or something. It was like, yeah, to start the season off. It was like, holy cow, this dude's killing it. Um, oh, yeah. He was crushing it, man. Um, he's still got a 3.09 ERA and a 1.14 whip. I mean, that's not, you know, that's right up there. He's, he's, he's probably got one of the higher wars in the National League. Yeah. Yeah, he's third in war at a three behind Logan Webb wow. and Clayton Kershaw. So he's ahead of Snell. He's ahead of Gallon. He's ahead of, uh, who else did we talk about? Spencer Strider's war is only 2.1. Yeah, I mean, Strider, is, he's been actually pretty bad this year. Yeah. Like, considering. Consider like, the, yeah. You're considering, yeah. What he's been. Yeah, man. that That is, uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really interesting. I, I would, uh, I would probably spread some money there on uh, Stroman and on Snell. And Stroman's the Snell Stroman still leads the NL in quality starts with Logan Webb at 15. Yeah. Maybe uh maybe we're underrating Webb. Yeah. But well, we've uh, seen the yeah, Giants uh, play pretty well recently too and that could be a big part of it. Yeah, you're right. Cuz he's the only really... he's the only San Francisco pitcher in the top 20 you have to go down to Alex Cobb. Uh, I mean Who's good, but yeah. right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. No, Cobb has actually been awesome. Yeah. His ERA is under three. He's been great. Yeah, um, but he's not going to win the Cy Young by any chance. No. Um, here, here's uh here's something like uh, let, let's move on from the odds from there. I like I think uh, the, from the odds I like there the most, I like the Strowman and I like Snell. Like those those two guys are there. Yeah, maybe maybe uh Webb. Um, but I just like the idea of. Because Webb's not going to get traded, and if Snell does, or sorry, if Snell, who's been in the talks, there's traded, been talks, which I yeah. don't see that happening. I don't understand why no. the Padres would do that. Um, but for him and for Stroman, who Stroman is guaranteed almost to be traded, um, I, I just like that idea of like, man, if he goes to the Rays or if he goes to, um, uh, maybe the Astros, like, damn, th- does that make him? like a bigger even favorite absolutely so maybe maybe you get those odds in there now and like really just kind of test it the market there yeah and we'll but, see uh, in about like we said 10 10 12 days trade deadline yeah no, absolutely I mean, that could man. be huge that can be huge uh let's see uh t- to win the champ to win the world series uh the braves are the favorite right now in all baseball at plus 350 so if you would put a hundred dollars on you win 350 dollars the Rays are second at plus 550 um Baltimore still here. Here, Baltimore is still interesting. They are plus sixteen hundred to win. Um, I 
like that a lot. <laughs> like I do like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a team who we know is going to make some trades. Um, they have a great team and a you know core who really likes to play with each other. They have some good leadership. They have a great bullpen. Um, that one stuck out to me a little bit there. Yankees are plus 2,500. Red Sox are plus 6,600. Uh, Toronto plus 1,800. Um, the Central, I guess the two teams that you would really think there. Um, yeah, let's see. Minnesota plus 2,500. Cleveland plus 6,600. I mean, as good as the, as good as Framber's been, I, I don't know why Houston is as high as they are on this list. And plus I, uh, man, because they still have France, they still have um, Alvarez. Alvarez, uh, yeah. Jordan, uh, he's he's not, he has a uh, he's been, been hurt, hurt for yeah. a while, and when that guy's playing, man, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah, uh, it's like, and they're only four games back. I mean, they they have to be there, and they're the champions, man. Like that's why. Yeah, uh, Texas is plus a thousand. That's kind of right where I think they should be. Um, they're another team that needs to go out, maybe make a run for Stroman. Stroman goes there, that'd be interesting. Um. Angels are plus twelve thousand. Uh, Seattle is plus five thousand, and Seattle is half a game back to the Angels. So, I mean, that that shows why the Angels are, are odds are there because no one has any faith in them that they're gonna they're they're gonna be uh, anywhere near the top. Hey, if you want to make some money, man, uh, put a hundred dollars on the A's, and you might win. Uh, yeah, you might win a hundred grand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Same thing with the Kansas City. Yeah. They're plus a hundred thousand too. Yeah. Uh, moving over to the NL to represent the NL. Let's see uh, who who has a shot here. Milwaukee plus thirty five hundred. The Reds plus five thousand. Man, that's not bad. That is another little tasty uh, twenty five dollars. You know, to win you know twelve fifty or is that right? Uh, maybe that's not right. Plus five thousand. Yeah, to win twelve fifty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, throw twenty five dollars on that, man. That one's interesting because again, um, they're right there. They're going to make a trade for a starting pitcher. They've been they've been in talks. They want to make a trade. Like, why wouldn't um, they be there? So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, again, Atlanta. Of course, they have to be the favorites. The Phillies, man, plus twenty two hundred. Yeah. The team that represented the World Series last year. They have the. They obviously have the bats. Um. Man, interesting. I took the Braves and the Phillies at the beginning of the season. I put a few bucks on each one of those. And I think I got the Braves at like a plus 400. And the Phillies. Oh, that's 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 pretty low. They were only plus 400? Yeah, yeah. and the Phillies were like a plus wow. 1,500 or something, I think it was. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah. I Like, I said, the team that kind of stands out the most here on this list, I mean, if you just want to – go with the Braves and put a hundred dollars on that or a few hundred bucks on that. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, but just to sprinkle a little bit, like twenty five, fifty dollars on the Reds. The Reds. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um maybe the Pirates at plus fifty thousand. Just kidding about the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but Arizona plus three thousand, that's another that's interesting a pretty team solid one. Because yeah. not only are they tied for second in the NL right now, uh or sorry, the NL West. Um man, they're almost like they're so close with a wild card spot. Like they're going to be up there with that. They're going to make a trade to get some, you know, a starting pitcher, uh, maybe to get a bullpen guy. They've been linked to Josh Hader if he does get traded. Um, they obviously have the farm system. We talked about that earlier. Man, I just um, plus three thousand for Arizona. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. 
And they've the been Padres they, are plus five thousand. If you think the Padres are going to make the run that we think they could make, um, maybe they're they're them. It's funny. I've been down on the Padres all year, but now that they've been producing runs, um, maybe them plus five thousand. That's that's another thing where you're like, man, that's not bad, dude. Even if you put ten dollars on that, you win five hundred bucks. Yeah, like that's not bad. Yeah, seriously, man, that is not a bad one. No, right not at all. Um, I I, I actually like that. Because like if you look at the Braves, you're like, man, a hundred bucks to win three fifty, or ten bucks to win five hundred. Right. Um. Because dude, the Padres were there last year, man. If they get to look, is it crazy that they win five in a row and all of a sudden we're like, man, um, San Diego is now only four and a half games back of the wild card with sixty games to go, fifty games to go. You're like, oh wow, you know. So it's not inconceivable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd be curious a lot. You know, one thing is I want to do is go look through schedules and kind of look at that and see strength um, of schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that really will come in to, to play. Um, but man, the Padres, Padres and Reds, I like those the most um, for as far as like odds go, and definitely the Phillies, of course, because they're defending champions. And plus, they have Dave Dombrowski, who's going to make some ridiculous trades through to win. I think we're going to see. Now. Yeah, I think we're going to see them have a pretty solid August. Um, um, well, not just August. I mean, who you guys are going to trade for? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. After that, after that trade deadline moves. passes, oh, yeah. yeah, I think that yeah, going so on. The to Phillies the end at of plus twenty two hundred. It's not yeah, a bad pick. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, just for the odds wise and saying all that, but uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I think that's everything, dude. We're a little over on time. Um, about an hour, hour and thirteen minutes in this podcast. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to sign off. Is there anything else that we need to talk about, Steve? Before nah. we go, nah. Right. Let's go. Let's go, right, Phillies. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, I hope uh, anyone listening put some money on the on the those teams, maybe those players that we mentioned, and uh, hope those win for oh, you. Oh, real quick, and if you do the uh, the, the uh, women's World Cup just started today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Team uh, USA is playing US right still. now. They're playing Vietnam right now. Start right now. Yep, against Nam. Yep. Uh, yeah, go Team USA, man. Yep. Um, we'll see. Obviously, a heavy favorite. Big time. And uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, go Team USA. Um, Oh man, yeah. I wanted to see because this is the, the final run for Morgan and the yeah, team, so. yeah, yeah. Wow, let's, uh, that's crazy, let's man. It's crazy. Another, to hear, it's so. crazy to say that because, like, yeah. Well, you remember when they were kind of called or not called up, but when they were just young dude, when she was like, yeah, when they were both of them, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I remember when Morgan, she was kind of took over for our wombat. Yeah, yeah. Abby Wom, Ali Wombat, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy man, it that's is crazy. Bad. But yeah, all right, all right uh, Steve. Cool. Thanks for next time. We'll be back uh, on this podcast next week, uh, talking some more baseball and uh, getting closer to the deadline. Yeah. And thank you guys all for tuning in and uh, take care.